next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com podcast. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. It's Saturday, uh, what is it? April, April 23rd, 2005, <laughs> and this is the MyMac.com podcast. Open mic night. Open mic night. Yeah, technically, this is kind of a continuation of the podcast that we released on Thursday. Uh, the 21st. Uh, yeah. But someone <laughs> knows. I don't. You're and, good at math, aren't you, Chad? Yeah, I try. <laughs> so, again, it's Tim, Chad, and Tad, and I'm the odd man out with the, the common name that doesn't rhyme with anybody. So, this sucks to be me. Uh, no commercials on this podcast because this isn't... Yeah, I played the music at the beginning, but this isn't really an official MyMac.com podcast, you know. Because no just, one's going to want to sponsor what we have to say in this No, one. this is just kind of, we're not we're not going to use too much profanity, but, you know, it's still the same audience, realistically. Mm-hmm. And if people subscribe to our show because of the Mac content, they're going to be getting this one through their iPod or X or mm-hmm. whatever software that they're using. And they're going to be like, what the heck is this? This has nothing to do with Mac, so... Um, warn you guys right off the bat, no Mac stuff in this one. Other than we're recording on a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Chad and I were, uh, well, what do you want to talk about? Well, let's talk about, uh, well, briefly, we do, we do need to touch on the fact and uh, send our regards to uh, Chris Siebold, the Bishop of uh, Billings, or Siebold'sburg, and uh, the fact that he did not actually get nominated as Pope. So. Yeah, I was, I... I'm sorry, Chris. They they grabbed that Nazi guy from Germany instead. Well, you know, Siebold is a German name, isn't it? I, I don't it know. Is. Could be Siebold. Hitter Siebold. <laughs> Could be. My lighter is not working. There it is. I just don't think the world was ready for a Pope Bozo the first. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, I, I'm not Catholic. But I, I was still I was still a little interested. And seeing who they picked, more for his face than anything else. I just wanted to see what what, what the new guy's face is going to look like under the stupid hat, you know. So I was kind of curious, and I knew I was going to be hearing about this guy for the next probably 10 years at least. So I was, you know, he's a world leader. Whether you're Catholic or not, you have to respect that office and the power that he brings to the table. But, you know, for not being a Catholic... I was getting really sick of every single news station talking about it. I mean, it's this ridiculous. It's it's simply ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it, it's like any any big story though. Mm-hmm. Once they they get on it, they're like sharks. And well, they'll pick you know, it, they'll, we they'll we pick it to need, the bone till it's gone. I was gone. getting sick of seeing the little chimney with the black smoke, and that was only for two days. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Come on, I want to see some more drama here. And you know, I could just imagine my poor handicapped mother who is never going to listen to this anyway. So, um, Her big thing, my mom's big thing, is to watch soap operas. Mm-hmm. I mean, when the time changes, I have to literally run over to her house and reset her VCR for her <laughs> because, unfortunately for her, she watched one soap opera that starts at 12.30 to 1.30, but the other one starts at 1 to 2. What's she going to do? There's a half hour there. She can't flip back and forth and possibly catch it all. So she records the second hour, or I don't know, she does something. Mm-hmm. So if I don't reset her VCR, she don't get to see all of her soap operas, yep. and that pisses her off. So I have to well, I, no, you know, I try to get her to buy, or well, to upgrade her cable to get the DVR. It'd be so much easier, but no, she won't do it. 
she she spent 150 bucks on a new VCR DVD, and I'm like, the the DVR is 10 bucks a month. That's 12 months that you'll be using this for the same price, and it's so much better. But it's like talking to a brick wall when it comes to my mom. She's just. Um, but I, I happened to call my mom today, and she was just all pissed off. And I'm like, well, what's the matter? The damn pope. stupid pope is on. <laughs> she goes, she says, I already see who it is. Everyone's seen who it is. But do they cut back to my soaps? No. <laughs> it's going to be another hour of talking about who this guy is and what he's done. And she goes, Why can't they just show this on C- CNN or Fox and let me get back to my show? That's a good point, though. I mean, well, you how many... Stations really need to cover it. Yeah, and that's you know, if you want to find it, you can find it. And and it was on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, MSNBC, CNN, the Fox News Channel. That's eight right there. Well, and all the internet news sites as well. So, yeah, but at least on the internet you can go somewhere else. This is true. I mean, you know, the one thing that I'm really grateful for is the judge in the Michael Jackson case. He didn't allow cameras in that courtroom. Oh, God. O.J. Simpson, too. Oh, this would be bigger. Are you kidding me? This would be twice as big. There's no dead bodies. Mm -hmm. But, well, maybe not, though, because a lot of people act like it's a big thing. But um, by looking at the penalties handed down, I mean, the Catholic Church has been raping little kids for years and years. And um, that's not all over the news. So would Michael J. Not, not, not to the extent that it probably <laughs> should be. They're making more of this new pope than they've ever made of that scandal. I mean, there's, there's a the guy from Boston who's gone to the Vatican now and hiding out. I mean, and he, they want him in connection with child molestation, but and he's an American citizen, but now he's, he's in Rome and he's not coming back. He's a wanted yeah. fugitive and he's being kept there by the Vatican with the Vatican's blessing. And this is a pedophile. What what bothers me about all that, and I'm not saying these things didn't happen, obviously they did, but once and again, you know, a few bad apples spoil the whole Mm -hmm. barrel. You know, you're under, you know, it sounds by the way you're talking that all Catholics and all all priests are that way. And it's not. It's a very small minority. I agree. But but it is an institutional problem. Oh, certainly they didn't deal with it the way it should have been dealt with. Right. right? And that goes directly to uh, the last Pope. Everybody, his eulogies only focused on the good stuff, but he did a lot of bad stuff. But I think nobody, after he died, said a word about this and if you're going to remember all the good stuff let's also remember some of the bad stuff he could have really stepped up and flat out said anybody accused of this is going to be taken out of service until it's fully investigated and we're going to completely comply with whatever locus jurisdiction law enforcement a hundred percent no questions asked we're going to comply and they didn't do that because they put themselves above the law that's where i have a problem with the catholic hierarchy that they put themselves above the law and if it was something like, you know, a, a cardinal smoking pot or something, I can maybe see that. But we're talking about child molestation. And to me, there's there's no higher crime than that short of murder. And, Good point. And for them to, to put themselves above the laws, I just kind of had a problem with that, you know. And I would like to have seen more coverage, not of the scandal itself, not of 
um, the people who were accusing, and I, and I would, I would say that probably a lot of the people who got the most press about it, the accusers, I'm sure some of them, um, were making it up. Some of them weren't honest. But I don't blame the all Catholics, and I don't even blame um, the leadership of the, the Catholic Church for that problem, because obviously I don't think that they would have ever moved anyone into a position that they knew for a fact was a child molester. I don't think they would ever have put someone in that position to do it again, because see, I I think they did. I think evidence suggests that they did. Evidence suggests that they shuffled some people. Around but I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, and saying I don't really think. I think some people were in denial when they moved them around like that. I think they were just sweeping things under the carpet yeah. and trying to. But once it came out, once it became and... a known problem, they still put themselves above the law, and that's the only thing that I really had a problem with. That's what I thought. Well, you know what? That's going too far. Because I don't care if you're a man of God. I don't care. I don't care. You're nobody is above the law when it comes to something like child molestation. Nobody. Yeah. You know. So there's that. <laughs> Where were we going with this conversation? Yeah, no, but it wasn't there. about Max. It wasn't but, about no, Max. no, it was that the Michael Jackson judge didn't allow oh, yeah. cameras in there, mm-hmm. and thank God he didn't. I mean, everybody knows that that uh, O.J. Simpson did it. And that, that his whole trial was a farce. I I have my own opinions, and and I won't. I will necessarily state them here, but uh, I did. A lot of people don't think he did. A lot of people think that that these are they're just money grubbing and going out there, you know, fishing for money. All the all the physical evidence suggested that he did it, including blood in the car and. I mean, it, the, it was overwhelming, but they made it about race, and that's how he got off. Wait a minute, are we talking about OJ or Michael yes, Jackson? OJ. OJ. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought now, you when, now, now let's now let's move. Oh, to, back up. I didn't. OJ. He did, did it. it. <laughs> OJ is guilty. Now, when it comes to Michael Jackson, um, I don't publicly. Know. I'll say I don't know. The guy's a freak, but I don't know. It's hard but I keep reading the accounts. Of what people are saying now, do I think he did it with this particular child? I don't know. I think his his this kid's vagabond gypsy family is very suspect. But then I keep hearing about all these other cases the prosecution is now allowed to bring up with witnesses, and I I think they said something like it's either five or ten other people that's that has you know that this has happened with. So did he do it? I don't know. For a fact, do I think he did it? Yeah, I think he did. I think this guy is such a freak and and so far out there that... And I think in his mind, he, he honestly believes he didn't do this. Because in his mind, he didn't do anything wrong. I just showed him love. There, there's nothing wrong with love. Why can't you share your bed with the child? You love the child. And if I have to touch his little penis... I, I mean, I, I would never do that. Keep that up. the <laughs> Keep that out. You know, but why, 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 why is it always little boys? Yeah, why? 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 Any help in little he, girl cancer patients? Right. Yeah, it was always little boys, and it was always little boys that he let sleep in his bed. It, you know, the guy's weird. 
it's plain and simple. There's something there, and that you know they want to make it sound like the the prosecuting attorney there is out to get him. I'm sure he is. After this many years, this many cases that he bought off, so the people wanted to testify against him, and they had to drop the case. I, I'm sure that the prosecuting attorneys are out to get him. You have you seen any of these reenactments on ETV? No, no I haven't I seen haven't. any of them. Those are so. They're interesting, but you can't help but thinking, How you know, accurate. you're hearing the words from the transcripts, but they're done by an actor. Right. So, and, and so many things can be taken out of context. Or just you don't the way hear it's the set. inflection. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, and that actor could say it an entirely different way than it was said by the real person. So, mm -hmm. oh, know. yeah. And, yeah, yeah. In fact, I was trying to teach. Um, just a couple of years ago, I was talk, talking to one of our girls, and they were like eight at the time. And uh, I said, the, the whole thing was about the way you say things matter. And they didn't understand what I meant. And uh, I'm, I don't remember the exact um, what I used, the demonstration, but it was basically something like if someone looked at you and said, yeah, I, yeah, I love you, compared to, I love you. That's a totally different inflection, right. and they mean two totally different things. Mm -hmm. One's very sarcastic and nasty, and one's very heartfelt. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mean just to look at you when I said that either. Yeah, gee, thanks. <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched any of those reenactments because it's a reenactment, and, eh, I don't know. I did watch a few just simply for the, the you know, the educational aspect of it. You know, what... Mm -hmm. What, how the lengths that the media will go to because they are banned from the courtroom. Yep. Yeah. You know, they'll, by God, they'll do a play. <laughs> <laughs> they should have used little puppets or, you know, marionettes out there. <laughs> I swear I didn't do nothing. <laughs> Although, what they would they get to use one as Michael Jackson? I think they would just get Peter Pan, wouldn't mm -hmm. they? They just get Peter. Did you see the the Michael Jackson story thing where yeah, I did. they're kind of comparing him and Peter Pan and mm -hmm. how they he actually copied Peter Pan's nose? That guy is just a freak. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of freaks, how you doing back there, Tad? <laughs> Can you believe we're already uh, about fourteen and a half minutes into it, and you're like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. One of the, I didn't know we were going to cover the Pope, Michael Jackson, yeah. O.J. Simpson, pedophilia, and uh, the media. Really bad voice acting on my part. I thought it was pretty good, actually. <laughs> I'm actually better with Bill Clinton, but we won't go there. <laughs> I don't think I could do it right now. Anyways, I've been smoking a lot today. So. Yeah. Well, you got to kind of get a thing going like this. And I feel your pain, Tad. I do. Um, one of the things, Tad or Chad. Chad, not, not the Tad variety, the Chad variety. Um, oh, by the way, you know we didn't—I didn't mention this on the other podcast, the official one or the one before. You both were my best met in, at my wedding. Yeah, that's true. That's we right. Were, you know, yeah. I was looking at pictures just the other day, and I thought, oh, and I thought, wait a minute, I'm doing a podcast this weekend, and it's my two best men from my wedding that I'm doing the podcast with. So. Witnesses to the execution. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Um, I don't know what that sounded like. That's actually a, a Zippo lighter. It's supposed to be a shotgun. I don't think it really worked, did it? No. No. You definitely know Foley artists. Yeah. One of the things that uh, 
Chad and I were talking about the other day, I think on the phone, was industrial design. Mm-hmm. How Apple, and again, this isn't really about Macs, but how Apple is the only one that's doing any kind of really industrial design. And we started looking at... Innovative industrial inno- design. Innovative, yeah. We started looking at like stereo components. Everything is either black or silver, and it's a box. Why doesn't anybody, anybody, come up with something different? I mean... Engadget.com does a pretty good job of showing a lot of, or highlighting that, you know, when there is something mm-hmm. that they see, they'll point out. But usually it's the stuff that's so, number one, I like Engadget, but it, enough with this freaking cell phone. Yeah, yeah, if you can get past the cell phones, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but some of that stuff is just so far out there that out of the norm that it, it really doesn't apply to anything. And you're not going to find most of that stuff at Best Buy or wherever you're going to go. But everything's just a box. Can't anybody come up with something that's a little bit more appealing? And that, what I was telling Chad is men are the ones that go out and buy this stuff. Most men, most men are married. At least a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Or they have a significant other, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they could be gay, and you know, so it's two guys going to the store. Yeah. But but then design really plays into it, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> but if, and then the guy, the man, the husband, always has to convince the wife, the one he wants to buy, because quite honestly, she's not impressed with the specs or the mm-hmm. this, that, or the other. Most women see it, and they just see a box. It's this gray or silver or black box. That's all they see. And they, in their mind, they think, how is that going to look in my living room? You know? So mm-hmm. if you could get a small one, that's even better because to her, well, it's small. It's not too noticeable. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, bigger the better. But they're all boxes. You would think a company like Sony or Kenwood or somebody would come out, it, the specs could be exactly the same. But come out with an attractive industrial design that appeals to women and yet has all the horsepower that the men want, it'd be a runaway success, wouldn't it? I mean, think about it. Wouldn't that be just, you wouldn't have to convince the woman, she wants that one because it's cute. I'm married. You're married. Mm -hmm. You were married. How many times did your wife want something because it was cute? Well, let's see the dog. <laughs> you know, that's that's the big motivating factor, it, it seems to me, for a lot of women, is the cuteness factor. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish more guys were like that because we buy stuff that, oh, 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 oh. You know the product, and you, you're talking outside of Apple, but the product that comes to my mind was the original iMac. Absolutely. Yeah. It was cute. It was cute. Well, and, and they even took, but see, Apple went to the cool? extreme. With pink ones and polka oh, dot and, and, and flower and, patterns. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and they still sold, though. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the demographics of who bought those machines, women. Mm-hmm. So Apple is very smart in that regard. But they're the only ones. They're the only ones. You know, when Apple has all these different iPods, they're mostly pastel in color. They're not harsh colors. But then you look at something like the Zen Micros, and yeah, they Ugly. have... Well, it's because they're using solid primary yeah, colors, like Braille front panels. I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. I've used one. I, you know, I don't mean to put them down without really knowing. But, but just looking, the elegance factor isn't there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and that's. I, I don't know why Apple has that, and it doesn't seem like 
anybody else does. It used to be um, that stereo equipment, a lot of it was very attractive. We'll go back to the 20s and 30s, you know, or when radio was first coming out. Mm-hmm. I mean, those the Art Deco radios that you mm-hmm. had, made or the television. You know. Remember those televisions where it would just it would. It yeah. would have the, the retro yeah, look yeah. that you see now. And it's so cool. And a lot of things are actually going retro now. Retro is a huge thing. I'm, I, I was telling t- uh, Chad the same thing. Look at the new Mustang. Mm-hmm. That is a 1967 it looks good. Mustang. It looks good. Yeah. If you put that right next to a 67 Mustang, obviously they don't look identical. But it's pretty damn obvious that Carroll Shelby's yeah. original design had a whole lot to do mm-hmm. with the new Mustang. Because it is the bomb. Well, when Ford re-released the Thunderbird, they did the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they went back to the old style, and what happens? It's a mm-hmm. huge seller. But Chrysler was the one that really came out with Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the bug. The bug. Yeah, when they stopped making the bug, what was sales like for Volkswagen? It was crap. The Golf and the Cabriolet yeah, and, yeah. Compared to... And, and the new Volkswagen is basically a Golf subframe, mm-hmm. what used to be the Golf and they just put a different body on its front engine. It's but they just engine. updated the bug. Mm-hmm. By the way, did you see there's a new Herbie movie coming out? Yeah, and I want to yeah. see it. I, it looks fantastic. <laughs> no. Oh, no, yeah, dude, it looks I, good. I, I would, Chad, I'm serious. I was with you. When I saw the ad for it, just the static ad, I went, oh, my God. He's Lindsay, racing in Lindsay NASCAR? Lohan is in a Herbie movie. This is going to be crap. They're going to completely reinvent Herbie. It's probably going to be the new Volkswagen. It's going to suck. Dude, it's it's just the opposite. She finds the actual Herbie, the old junkyard. junkyard. Yeah, no. Yep. <laughs> and it's it looks hilarious. When we're done with this, we'll go up to his computer real quick and download the. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, you're you're doubtful that it sounds good, right? Right. Let's pause this podcast, go up, watch it real quick, and then come back. We won't ask you what you think about it until we get back in the recording. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do, do that. And we're back in. Uh, okay, Chad. What do you think? All right, it looks pretty cute. I mean, that may be worth seeing. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> that part kills me. I've seen that thing about four mm-hmm. times now because Rachel and Brittany both want to keep watching it every time I'm on uh, Apple's trailer site, which, by the way, is the best site to go to if you want to see trailers yes, for movies. Yes, absolutely. I, I love QuickTime, and I really can't wait for the new, whatever the new Kodak high def is. That's mm-hmm. going to be just so cool. And I love the uh, Sherlock for being able to find movie times. and That's going to be gone. Well, it'll be built into 10, or Tiger. Yeah, it's going to be part of the widgets. But right. But and just I, that functionality. Yeah, I do too. It's cool. Unfortunately, it doesn't always work, and it's so slow under Sherlock that it's almost not worth using compared to if I go to a website, it just loads immediately, and mm-hmm. Sherlock is slow as a dog. We're going back into Mac stuff. But, yeah. Uh, Her- I think Herbie looks like a fun... It's a good, great, great movie to take well, your yeah, kids absolutely. to, and that's what it looks like to me too. And when I was a kid, I used to watch the Herbie movies. I they dug were them. good. They were good. Mm-hmm. Some of them were a little over the top, and I didn't like the actor who the main character. I never liked him, Mister Goodbar. I mean, he just—he was such a bad actor. Who, what, who was that? Don Rotz and the other guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can't did a think, million yeah. Disney movies. Yeah, he was yeah. always in the Disney movies. Always played the father of somebody. Mm-hmm. Um. But the thing about this is, is it looks like they're doing it right. They're respecting the history of Herbie mm-hmm. without trying to rehash it or make it new for the 21st century. Right. It's 
it's the old Herbie, then and she finds him, and mm-hmm. it's the old car. He looks the same. Uh, it's got a, a young, pretty actress, Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it's gonna be a cool movie. I want to see it. Yeah, I'm. And here's the scary part: I'm almost excited to see that as I am the new Star Wars movie. No, I well, I, I wouldn't go that far. But I mean, you know, I'm so hesitant to see the Star Wars. I, no, well, I'm, I, it's I'm my last chance to say no. I'm gonna wait until somebody else buys it on DVD or rent it for two bucks when it comes out in a few months. Because <laughs> oh man, those I know we've last been burned so many so times bad. now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the first one was horrid. There was almost zero redeeming quality of that movie at all. It was just. And the sad thing is he had some good actors in that Yeah, he, well, they're so woven, he just didn't let them act. Right. The dialogue. Oh. The dialogue was bad. It, it, it was just horrible. Yippee. That little, it the little kid. It looked darker, but. Well, when the second movie was pretty crappy halfway through, and then it got pretty good. Mm-hmm. When the whole, well, they I both, I, they all get captured. I thought the beginning was, was we had a good, strong beginning. And it had a good, strong ending, but the middle part... My problem is that when I sat there, and I think you and I went to see it together, yeah. you know, I did not buy into the romance whatsoever. No. Oh, the romance yeah. was absolutely wretched. Well, mm-hmm. I think it's they've spent more time on special effects yep. and, and glitz than they do on story. But, and no, here's the thing, though. It's if you the go story. Back, if you go back, though, and watch the first three Star Wars movies, it, as... A story. They're not very good. And plus, the first movie. I disagree. And, the first one as a story was great, but it was so basic. It was. It but was that's such the a point. Mo- it was a good story at its core. I don't. I don't. I don't think it was. That's why I say it's not. It wasn't innovative. It wasn't nothing. Anything new. It was princesses and the, the bad knight and swords. Except it was in space. Okay, and they had to storm the bad guy's castle at the end, rescue the princess, and all mm-hmm. that. And the third movie is pretty much the same movie. Mm-hmm. When you when you take plot, the first Star Wars and the last was pretty similar. The middle one, Empire Strikes Back, was just fantastic. It was a dark movie all the way through, as it had to be. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and you watch those movies, other than Harrison Ford, yeah, and other than um, who played Ben Kenobi, what's his name? Oh, Alec Guinness. Yeah, Alec Guinness. Guinness. Other than those two characters, other than those two actors, I should say, nobody else was acting for crap in it. Luke was just flat throughout the whole thing. The The Muppets were not very good. <laughs> you know, the only thing that really rescued those first three movies was Harrison Ford. Because you could believe that character. He was smarmy. He didn't give a crap. He didn't believe in his force crap. He was with the audience. The audience was with him. And that if anybody else would have played that, I don't think it would have worked. Although, I will say, do you know who was up for the for that yeah, role? Yeah, I know. Nick Nolte. Could you yeah. imagine Nick Nolte? God, yeah. Damn it, Chewie. <laughs> oh, my head is killing me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Somebody shut that droid up. I swear to God, I'm going to pitch him out of the airlock. <laughs> you know? that, he would have been great in it. He would have really been good. Unfortunately, Lucas, I don't think, would have let him act in it. Whereas, and he didn't, he tried really hard not to let Harrison Ford act in it. Mm-hmm. But there's a famous quote that Harrison Ford said to George Lucas. He says, Lucas, you could write this all you want. Don't mean anybody's ever going to say it. 
Mm-hmm. In other words, he was taking the lines Lucas was giving him, and he was adding a lot of himself to it, and he was changing it subtly mm-hmm. to make the character more believable. So if you look at the first three movies, Harrison Ford rescued those movies. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. That's what the first two movies are missing so far. There is no character actor like Harrison Ford who brought that those films up and carried it on his back. And, and I don't see that guy in the third one. I don't either. But, you know, I, and he got me with the first two movies because the previews looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then you see the previews for the new one, and you're like, oh, that looks cool, and oh, that looks cool. Oh, there's Vader, and oh, Chewie's in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm with you in a way, to, I'm scared to go see it. I'm like, oh, it's just, it's going to be bad. I'm going to be yeah, so Yeah, you don't know what you're going to see it, and I'll enjoy it, but it's hard to, to go back to your youth, and, and mm-hmm. you, you can't capture the magic. Yeah. That's kind of what happened with the Matrix films. The first Matrix, I think, was probably one of the better movies of the 1990s. Yeah. As, yeah. as far as originality. Yes. Great Mind-blowing special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, it had everything. And even though Keanu... I think Keanu's more talented than most people give him credit for. Um, and even though I don't think... I think it was probably his first movie where he didn't go, whoa. Yeah. You know? um, no, if you go back and like watch Parenthood... With Keanu Reeves as the mm-hmm. girl's boyfriend. He was great in that role. He was funny and believable. So I think he's actually a pretty good actor. Devil's Advocate, that's another one. I, it's good. Something's the one role he did. Well, I did like Speed. But yeah, not the first of him. The, fir- yeah, oh, the first one, yes. Well, he, was only, he was only in the first one. He wasn't in the second yeah, one. The second Which is one weird was because the... I think Jason Patrick, the person that was in the second one, he was also in Lost Boys, is twice the actor Keanu Reeves. But you can't you can't do much when the the movie the script itself is that bad mm-hmm. in Speed Two. Um, Before you move on, Speed, uh, my girlfriend Julie wanted to go see Miss Congeniality ugh. Two. Yeah, and I said, "Well, you know, well have you?" Because she loved the first one, and there were so many unanswered questions. I completely understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but I said, "Okay, have you heard any reviews?" She said, "Well, yeah, they said one out of five. And I said, well, does that tell you anything? <laughs> and she said, well, I like the first one. I said, well, I, you know, what about Speed and Speed 2? You know, mm-hmm. you had Sandra Bullock and Speed, and it was a great movie. Speed mm-hmm. 2 was terror at 18 knots. Yeah, but they had a really cool villain in Speed 1, Dennis Hopper. Oh, yeah, he was you great. you got to give it up to Easy Rider. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, oh, he was great. He was mm-hmm. great. He was a perfect villain in that movie. But... Um, Up until but the Matrix, away. I mean, Matrix <laughs> 2 and 3, well, again, you can only do so much with script. Yeah. Um, and there are actually parts of Waterworld that I do like. And I actually like, and everybody always rides me about this, I like uh, Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner as an actor. I think he's pretty I good. Like, I love him. I like, I like The Postman. I think that's a great movie. No one ever gives that one any credit, but uh, I like The Postman. It, it, it was a good book. It. it was a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the movie. Um but, you know, the, the Matrix sequels were horrible. So it just goes to show you that you can have something great and you can just completely destroy it. Whatever capital the Wachinski brothers had, mm-hmm. I think, that they got from the first Matrix movie, they completely blew with Matrix 2 and 3. They, they were horrible movies. But it it's still goes back to story. I mean, mm-hmm. Toy Story. Toy Story 2 was almost as good a movie, if not a lot of people's opinion, better than the original Toy Story, but they had a new story and just as original and just as good. And you the can't... Incredibles is even better. 
It, it is a great movie. Uh, Incredibles is great. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on uh, 32 minutes, which means it's time to end this podcast. As you heard, there's no commercials this time around because it's just a couple guys, you know, talking about whatever. So, uh, And we didn't say it in the first one, but if you want to send us email, send it to mymacpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys like this non-Mac topic podcast, hey, let us know. We'll uh, do some more of these on a more regular basis. And Can I say more anymore in there? I did. That was the second one right there. Yes. Uh, I'm Tim Robertson. I'm Chad Berry. And Dad Sheeler. See you guys later. See ya.